Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. This, my friends, is a Tuesday edition of The Rob Carson Show. And uh, you know what today is? You know what today is? Today's an opportunity. It is. You should be really glad to be here because a lot of people aren't and probably would like to be. So there you go. That's a good way to start off the day on a positive note, right? I mean, I don't have any 7-Eleven employees beating up shoplifters audio like I did last week. <laughs> Which brought a smile to my face. And, of course, we'll be featured on my uh, my TV show on Newsmax this weekend. So uh, uh, today, is a, today is a great day, and uh, a lot of truth is coming out. And uh, we will have to uh, endure a good deal of tribulation to get to enlightenment. But we are well on our way. We are well on our way to exposing the absolute malfeasance of, uh, of our federal government. And and uh, Joe Biden and his family, and uh, and all the years that you and I have conser- as conservatives, where we sat there and we went, wow, there's something not right. We're being lied to about a lot of stuff, and all of that is coming out. And and the uh, the deep state will never be able to put out this fire. Okay, this is the uh, effectively like the Berlin Wall coming down. This is something that I had hoped was going to happen on January the sixth, the day of January the sixth, when one million people gathered in Washington D.C. peacefully before they were infiltrated by a lot of FBI officials, according to the former chief of police for the U.S. Capitol, when he was interviewed with Tucker Carlson. That interview was just released. Fox sat on it. But uh, a lot of FBI agents in there, a lot of people opening doors, a lot of people saying, hey, come on in, come on in. And now we've got people in jail over 900 days without charges, which should never happen in a country uh, like the United States, if we are truly to live up to our principles that have made us the greatest engine of individual and economic freedom in the history of mankind. So the burning twister board is on fire. And no matter what the mainstream media uh, and the Democrat Party and big social media, no matter how they respond and ignore uh, allegations and facts related to Joe Biden's absolute, absolute corruption, the truth is getting out there. It is getting out there. Most Americans, including three in ten Democrats think the trio of indictments against former President Donald Trump are an attempt to stop his 2024 presidential campaign. How is that possible? And you know what? It's probably higher than that because this was a CBS poll. All right? 
59% of respondents said yes, while 41% said no when asked if all of these indictments were attempt to stop Donald Trump's 2024 campaign. That's a CBS poll at uh, at 59%. So I would venture to say you could probably safely say 69%. <laughs> A deep look uh, shows that 31% of Democrats, 63% of independents believe the indictments and investigations against Trump are an effort to hinder his campaign. Uh, and 86% of Republicans feel the same way. It's weird. There was a poll yesterday that 69% of Republicans question the election of 2020 and certainly of 2016. Over a third of uh, respondents per- perceive the indictments to be an attack on people like them. See? You know we're the uh, we're the we're the proletariat, man. We're the we're the crumb eaters. We're the deplorables. We are the uh, white supremacist, mega fascist enemies of democracy. What else? What else are we? I don't know. I think uh, anyway. So. <laughs> It's just pretty funny. I like being labeled stuff like that. It, it's funny. Uh, I love it. I embrace names like deplorable and uh, and uh, mega fascist. I embrace them. I hug them. I name them George. Um, anyway. That includes 56% of Republicans, 63% of Trump voters. The poll asked respondents which concerns them the most, that Donald Trump tied to overturn a presidential election or that the charges and indictments against Donald Trump are uh, politically motivated. Uh, it looks like about 40%. It's a, it's a little even, okay, even on that one. Uh, more independents are worried the indictment is politically motivated than are concerned about the allegations against Trump. And if you can't have independence. If you don't win independence, you don't win elections. So uh, there you go. This is Victor Davis Hanson. I uh, saw this wonderful video by this guy. He is a sage. He is, uh, uh, I just think, an incredible person. I hope to get him on the show. Uh, and, and if I do a, an interview with uh, Victor Davis Hanson, it's going to have to be uh, an hour long. I, I can't keep him. To, I can't tell Victor Davis Hanson, hey, we're up against a hard break here. <laughs> it was just, no, no. But here is uh, uh, Victor Davis Hanson talking about what I have been saying which is that we are at the beginning of a new American revolution, for the very good, by the way, for the absolute good, a new American revolution that returns us to common sense from nonsense. I spoke extensively to Vivek Ramaswamy in New Hampshire about this, and he understands it. He understands the wave. You know, we've had the wave put out. Uh, Every year we keep hearing about this wave. I don't say red wave for Republicans because red is communist, red is socialist, red is Democrat. The only reason why they labeled us red was when uh, Barack Obama was running for president and everybody knew he was a socialist, Marxist. And so they decided to label Republicans red. Yeah, that's where that started. About 2007, by the way. I've never, ever, ever subscribed to that. It's nonsensical. So I'll just say Republican or Democrat. How does that sound? But we have had uh, these wave elections that have happened in 2016. We had uh, several elections in 2020, 2022. We know that the FBI was involved in censorship and electioneering, essentially, by covering up news stories, etc. We know this. And so the wave has been uh, has been tamped down. The wave has been tamped down. But uh, this one is unmistakable. When I say that we are living a tale of two cities, when we are living uh, the bourgeois and proletariat, the bourgeois surrounding Washington, D.C., I came up with an analogy when I lived there. Because I wondered why seven out of the ten <laughs> richest counties in America... 
We're surrounding Washington, D.C., where they don't build anything. There are no big factories there building cars and stuff. No, no, no. It's all a bunch of people and their cronies dishing out our money. That's what it is. They moved to Washington, D.C. They spend their entire lives telling us how to live ours. And most recently, the last few years, if it's not perfectly clear to you that there is a double standard with regard to the enrichment of Washington, D.C. and its friends and uh, uh, like-minded other states, nation-states around the world, and you and me who have to go to Dollar General to buy our grocery stores, if you don't see that yet, you never are, and you might want to just get the hell out of the way. You just might want to get the hell out of the way. But here is the great Victor Davis Hanson talking about the good that is going to happen. What I'm trying to say and articulate is that we're building up. It's like a wave, and it hasn't crested yet. But it's starting to have factors that are increasing the wave. I'm going to body surf right over the left. And these are non-traditional conservative constituencies. Yeah, I know you didn't need the visual, but I've lost weight. For some, it's their daughters in sports, and all of a sudden there's a guy that's, you know, a male competing again. For some, it's their daughters in the locker room, and a guy is staring at them and says he's a girl. For some, it's being hit by an illegal alien while he leaves the scene of the accident. All of these centrifugal forces are starting to build. I saw it happen. They also call those abuses and usurpations. One time in my life, and that was after the exuberance and the nettiness and the craziness of the 60s. That was an equivalent of the woke revolution. And people think, well, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, it was. And there were terrorist bombs. What did I tell you about the class of 1968? What did I tell you about the class of 1968? Uh, this is the moist dream of the class of 1968. This Marx, Marxist revolution is the, is the moist dream of the class of 1968. And the class of 1968 were wrecked in, uh, in that year, year 68, 69, 70-ish, right around there. They had their hopes dashed and crushed when Richard Nixon was elected. And so what did they do? They retreated into academia where they would spend the next, oh, 50 years uh, building the next wave, which includes the first uh, entirely indoctrinated class, which would be millennials. Means there was just complete chaos, everything. And finally, people said, we're either going to have a country or we're not going to have. And what happened? Richard Nixon won in the largest landslide in history. Yeah, yeah, that's what happened then. And uh, that is what is going to happen now. This doesn't mean we can sit back and say, okay, we'll just let it happen because it's going to happen. Oh, no, 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 no. We've got to be warriors in this in a peaceful manner. You know I say that. Because honestly, there's really no point in, uh, in fighting physically because the left would get crushed in days. Uh, honest, just be honest, right? The left and, uh, and Joe Scarborough's talking about a civil war and the Republicans want to start a civil war. You know, you know, if you started a civil war, and I'm only saying this because you said it, uh, who's going to win? Let's see, a side that the military uh, supports, uh, which is conservatism, strong borders, strong uh, military, da, 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 and, and also uh, people who own 500 million firearms, or a bunch of leftist rejects uh, indoctrinated in school who uh, need their pronouns uh, to be exactly right or they get all butthurt about it. Who are you really afraid of here? 
You shouldn't be afraid of them at all. We've allowed them to do all this crap to us, to invade our schools, to invade academia, to tell us that, that men can compete with women and destroy their careers. All of this nonsense. And all we really needed to say was no, no, shut up. I'm done with it. And you can't prevent me from having an opinion on something. You cannot prevent me from saying that I don't think children should gender transition because that's insane. But for the last 20 years and then really intensely the last five, we've been told by a bunch of limp-wristed academics uh, that uh, you need to shut up and accept their, their nonsense. And all you need to do is say no. Yeah, no. And then hell no. And then, uh, and then uh, go to the ballot box. And then, honestly, don't be afraid to say, uh, I have every right to have an opinion. I have every right to say this is not fair. This is not fair. This president is unbelievably corrupt. I, have every, I had every uh, right to be able to say that I thought Hunter Biden's laptop was completely for real. But the federal government C-blocked it. So the media wouldn't cover it and big social media wouldn't cover it. I can go on and on. Here's a little bit more from uh, Victor Davis Hanson about the people in charge of this leftist movement and why you should say no to them. I think what's going to happen, I really do believe this, whether it's Trump or DeSantis, there's going to be a collective. Uh, right now, the latest poll, 49% Trump, 13 DeSantis. So, yeah. Shrug, like I'm not going to be had again. And I'm speaking especially to you guys who voted for Biden. Yeah, you guys, listen. Because you didn't like Trump's tweets or you were angry. He's just so mean. He's just so mean. About, you know, horse face Stormy Daniels. Or you said to yourself, <laughs> you know, I've, I liked his agenda, but why does he always get, in the, you know, the, all this stuff? I, I don't know. Maybe because 99% of the attacks against him are negative by the media. And there have been two faux indictments. And now th- or three faux indictments after he left office. Uh, two faux Faux impeachments, ones that that's been completely overturned. The first one, the second one was a joke. Maybe that's why he's so mean in his tweets. Just can't take it anymore. Good old Joe Biden. At least he's going to be drab, and no, he wasn't. And so, just remember that we voted in this disaster, and we can vote it out. But you've got to come to your senses and realize that these people are hardcore leftists and they don't like you. They don't like you. They hate you. They hate uh, They hate you who live in the, you Walmart shoppers. You stink. You smell. I mean, you, you're the deplorables. You're the ones they fly over. You live in East Palestine and Council Bluffs, Iowa, and you live in places like Sioux City. And, uh, and they don't care about you because all you are is a means of production and taxation. And you send your money to D.C. and they party like it's 1999 and you go to Dollar General. So there are good things happening, really good things happening. But we've got to endure a lot of, uh, a lot of crap, crap, I tell you. And I'm going to do my level best every day to uh, inspire you, even make you laugh if I can, while we're in the middle of this, uh, this battle. How's that sound? Uh, and then also a, a very, very serious hearing yesterday in California with regard to the Afghanistan withdrawal, and the 13 Americans who were murdered that day because of said withdrawal that was completely irresponsible. Powerful, powerful testimony by Gold Star families. I guarantee we're going to spend at least an hour on it because I want to hear from you. 
I want to hear from you who went to Iraq. I want to hear from you who went to Afghanistan. I want to hear from you, Gold Star families, who have sat here and wallowed in misery since this unbelievable affront to you where Joe Biden returned us to square one with the Taliban and this time gave them $85 billion in military hardware. I know you've been wanting to talk about it, and we will talk about it today. So here's the number, 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. This is the final battle. With you at my side, we will demolish the deep state. We will expel the warmongers from our government. We will drive out the globalists. We will cast out the communists, Marxists, and fascists. We will throw off the sick political class that hates our country. We will rout the fake news media, and we will liberate America from these villains once and for all. Why do you suppose the uh, left and the deep state are so terrified of uh, Donald Trump? Well, there you go right there. There you go. Now, are any Democrats saying that uh, they're going to do that when they get to Washington, D.C.? Or are they just saying, we got to take down Donald Trump? That's pretty much it. I mean, they're trying to talk, uh, you know, Bidenomics. <laughs> Bidenomics. <laughs> Bidenomics. If Bidenomics were a sandwich shop. Okay. Hello. Welcome to the uh, Bidenomics uh, sandwich shop. Uh, what will you have? Well, I'll do the uh, chicken salad on a nice baguette. And they come over and they open the baguette and there's a giant pile of crap on it. And uh, the, uh, the the person goes, hey, 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 hey. There's no chicken sandwich in there. This is a, this is a crap sandwich here. And the, which they would say, I, uh, well, look at the bread here. I mean, look at that crispy baguette. My God. Yeah, but right in the middle, there's a pile of crap. Uh, no, 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 man. I mean, uh, the pickled onions. Do you like the pickled onions? The arugula? We threw a little arugula on there. And look at this on the top bun. A little bit of basil pesto combined with a little hummus on the bottom. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I know, but there's still a pile of crap, right? No, just uh, take your sandwich. Just take your sandwich. My uh, my boss uh, just wrote me, and it's always uh, nice to send me uh, stuff, but here's the, the uh, credit card debt in America. Uh, this is pretty, because I've been there. I've, I've been there. Credit card debt hits a record high at $1 trillion, according to the New York Fed. You know why that is? Because uh, people are living on their credit cards. And, and do you know why the unemployment rate is so low? Because so many people have two jobs now, or three jobs, to uh, make ends meet. And if you don't believe me, uh, try asking people, okay? Instead of just sitting there and uh, uh, talking on Twitter and all that crap, how about just ask people? Because that's what I do, you see. When I, when I drove to and from the airport talking to the Uber drivers uh, to um, uh, the Kabbalah, Kabbalah from uh, Cameroon, who came here with his family, his children, his wife, and the rest of his family is over there. Many of them murdered and all of this. And, uh, and, and they go in and they drive, uh, you know, uh, privileged Americans around uh, to, uh, to their destinations in their own cars and write off all the uh, expenses and, uh, you know, learn the language, uh, a second language to uh, survive here and uh, scrape by and probably live eight people to one apartment. And, uh, you know, yeah, we complain. We complain that Netflix costs too much. <laughs> they, they love the country. They, they do. And then, and then my other driver who came from Bangladesh, which is just lovely this time of year if you're not being murdered. Uh, he came from Bangladesh. His family's still over there. And he loves America. And he's living the dream. He's, he's, he's an Uber driver. 
How would you do if you went over and became an Uber driver in Bangladesh? And yet the Democrats have nothing to say good about America, nothing positive to say about America, nothing hopeful to say about America. All they do is parrot the same old crap. They say they're going to fix this. They say they're going to fix that. They never fix anything at all because if you fix things, you're not needed anymore. So every year they say you're going to fix the infrastructure and Social Security and they're going to do this and do that. And, and all they really do is just take your money and give it to their buddies so they can get reelected and enrich themselves. That's really just about it. Now, uh, coming up, I've got uh, some great audio with regard to this latest indictment of uh, Donald Trump. I think you're going to enjoy that. A terrific monologue by Rob Schmidt last night on Newsmax and, uh, and some uh, uh, interesting revelations with regard to a uh, former FBI official named Charles McGonagall who's been arrested over ties to a Russian oligarch. And this guy working for the FBI, if you replaced his name with Hunter Biden, you'd go, oh, oh yeah, that's how they do it. 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is the Rob Carson Show. Back in a few. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen. Coming up very shortly, a, a tale of suburbia. We had a crisis in the hood last night, had to rescue an animal out of a tree. When I uh, tell you what the animal was, you will, uh, you'll do a spit take. <laughs> That is is coming up. Uh, American savings rate divide. Only a third of middle income earners have moved their cash into higher yield accounts despite big banks stiffing savers. Are you ready what the big banks are offering you for your savings? Interest rate 0.01%. I mean, how about just nothing? Honestly, just keep the money. Uh, You know, we'll come and get some when we need it. That's how bad it is. 32% of middle income Americans have moved their savings into higher yield accounts since March, meaning the vast majority are missing out on higher returns on their cash. Your money just sitting there. Just sitting there in the bank. Three of America's biggest banks raked in nearly $50 billion from higher interest payments last quarter, yet none have raised the yields on their savings accounts. That's why maybe you should consider moving some of your money to precious metals. Because honestly, you're just making them money. How about make you money? Because gold always has value. Precious metals always have value. And Swiss America, with an A-plus rating from the BBB, uh, you can let them educate you on protecting your assets today rather than just sitting there doing nothing with them. It's not going to do anything. If, you're, if your money's not earning anything 10 years from now, you might as well just keep your money in a can in the backyard like Grampy used to do. you got to read The Secret War on Cash, by the way, because there is that. You can get this free, shocking report. And I was blown away. You can get it by just calling or texting this number. So grab a pen real quick. You owe it to yourself to write down this number. 800-289-2646. 800-289-2646. You can call or text and mention my name, Rob Carson. You'll get the uh, free secret war on cash to my listeners. Again, Rob Carson, when you call or text, 800-289-2646. Uh, you can also go to SwissAmerica.com slash Carson. 
right? SwissAmerica.com slash Carson. Message and data rates apply. Don't let your money just sit there in a the bank. Lord knows the banks are making money hand over fist, and one of them fails. Guess who pays for it? You and me. Maybe it's time to do something else with your money. I'm not saying all of it. Maybe just some of it. So uh, Judge Aileen Cannon, who's overseeing uh, Jack Smith's prosecution of Donald, persecution of Donald Trump in uh, Florida regarding classified documents kept at Mar-a-Lago, pulled no punches on Monday addressing two motions made by the DOJ. One of them is she's wondering why Smith insists on using out-of-district uh, grand juries for matters pertinent to the prosecution in her court. You know why? Because he's jury shopping. Duh! He's looking for like-minded political sycophants so he can continue his witch hunt. He did it with the former governor of the state of Virginia, Bob McDonnell. And by the way, his uh, his uh, case was was uh, thrown out by the Supreme Court nine to nothing because Jack Smith is such a crooked bleep. Among other topics raised in the motion, the uh, response shall address the legal propriety of using out-of-district grand jury proceeding to continue to investigate and or to seek post-indictment hearings on matters pertinent to the instant, you know, blah, 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 legalese, legalese, legalese. Jack Smith did jury shopping for this one. He did. With regard to the latest, the, the four meaningless indictments against Donald Trump for January the 6th, this way he got his own judge and he'll get his own grand jury in this kangaroo court. That's why it needs to be moved. So at least there's one other judge in the country who gives a dang about, I don't know, the profession of law. And if you are a lawyer and you've sat on your thumbs and you've never said anything about two faux impeachments, three fake indictments, historical in U.S. history, and very obvious that this is political, I would suggest that if you put your hand on a Bible and you, and you pass the bar and you became a lawyer, maybe you kind of reevaluate because sooner or later, this will come home to bite you in the butt. Because sooner or later, perhaps your political ilk will be on trial. This is Rob Schmidt last night talking about the uh, latest case against Donald Trump in his usual brilliant fashion on Newsmax. Tonight, one of the more egregious charges against former President Trump in his latest indictment is based off the idea that challenging the results of an election that was clearly riddled with suspicious behavior was somehow an attempt to defraud the country, our elections our voters um just real quick I, i'll just tell you uh donald trump believes uh he believes his facts uh about the election of 2020 and so do about 70 million of his voters so he believes they wasn't making it up he wasn't saying it because he wanted to overturn the election he believes it and he's been steadfast in that whether you disagree or not and like everything else they've thrown at Trump, it's something also committed by an elite Democrat who faces no scrutiny. It's quite easy to show that Joe Biden made a concerted effort to defraud American voters in the 2020 election oh, yeah, by that. blatantly lying over and over again about his own corrupt behavior oh. while he was the vice president of the United States. This is uh, for you who don't speak any French. I'm gonna, it's called a double standard. Uh, that means a double standard. And the millions that he... Actually, in French, it's like standard, double, whatever. Anyway. And his family brought in by Biden's duplicitous vice presidency, working for the United States 
while also working for the Chinese, the Russians, the Ukrainians. And he got and lots war. of money. Can you, can you, anybody else, are there any other uh, suspicious activity reports in uh, like 180 suspicious activity reports on, um, on Donald Trump? No. Uh-uh. You know why? Because every year, for as long as he's been an adult, essentially, he has been under the microscope, a virtual colonoscopy by the IRS. Every single year he's audited in the state of New York. Every single year he was audited in the state of New York. Not so much with Joe Biden. That's why you end up years later, 15, 20 years later, with 180 suspicious activity reports and millions of dollars coming from those from those countries he just mentioned. And uh, Donald Trump knew it. He had him. He knew it. The horrible emails of the kind of money that you were raking in, you and your family. And Joe, you were vice president when some of this was happening. And it should have never happened. And I think you owe an explanation to the American people. Why is it? Somebody just... Don't believe we've gotten that explanation. ...had a news conference a little while ago who was essentially supposed to work with you and your family. But what he said was damning. And regardless of me, I think you have to clean it up and talk to the American people. Maybe you can do it right now. I have not taken a penny from any foreign source ever in my life. I have not taken a single penny from any country whatsoever. Now, you'll also recall he lied... Uh, after his uh, now t- Tony Blinken uh, got 51 former Intel officials to lie about Hunter Biden's laptop and say it was Russian disinformation, and, and he used that during a debate as well. So his debate performances now have been completely exposed for uh, the filthy lying that he did. With regard to Ukraine, we had this whole question about whether or not, because he was on the board, I later learned of a Burisma. Yeah, what is this Burisma? I mean, what is this Burisma thing that I heard about when I stopped by the restaurant in Washington, D.C., where they were hanging out, eating with my son and all the money that I got from them? And what is this Burisma thing in this country called, what is it, China? A company that somehow I had done something wrong. Isn't that amazing to watch with yeah. what we know now Pretty much. in hindsight? Yeah. An op-ed today by Michael Clancy, evidence suggests Joe Biden conspired to defraud American voters. Where's his indictment? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I got some great audio from Michael Clancy here in a second. It's, uh, it's pretty interesting. Uh, here is uh, Rob Schmidt and uh, Joe Scarborough. I mentioned Joe Scarborough and his partner in crime, um, uh, Yoko uh, Brzezinski. The head of their party, the guy most likely to be the nominee has threatened a federal prosecutor and said, I'm coming after you. He- no, he did not. That's a lie. He was talking about deep staters. He was talking about the mainstream media. He was talking about big social media and the agencies that illegally went after him. So Joe Scarborough was making this up. Jack Smith immediately made this about him so he could place a gag order on Donald Trump. But it's a lie like everything else. He's gone full mobster here. Full mobster is Donald Trump, <laughs> Yes, say the media. Yes. Trump is the mobster. Nah. Constant harassment for seven years, invent a lie about Russia. You know, I think mobsters, aren't mobsters the ones who would like uh, get a government official on the line with your dad sitting next to you who's the vice president and say, hey, you better send the money because I'm going to tell you, I got this guy sitting right next to me. And you know what? I can hold a grudge for a really long time. 
and then what? $10 million to both of them, uh, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, just about 10 days later. Destroy a presidency, impeach him for asking questions about actual corruption by his opponent. DOJ helps remove him from office by concealing his opponent's corruption, now charging him with a host of crimes that Democrats are never charged with. Yeah. And when he loses his cool, you call him crazy. What a gaslight. You call oh, yeah. Or you say he does mean tweets. Oh, I'm a mobster. <laughs> yes, our corrupt leader has made it very obvious how he would handle Donald Trump. Don't forget he said this. We just have to demonstrate that he will not take power um, by uh, if we uh, if he does run, uh, making sure he uh, under legitimate efforts of uh, our Constitution does not become the next president again. There you go. That's what you need right there. That's all you need right there. That is your establishment. That is your deep state saying to you, if you're considering voting for Donald Trump, you have no say. This is this man saying years ago, no, actually, what, last year? Saying that the Democrat Party would make sure that Donald Trump cannot become the president. That's what we're up against. Okay? So I just wanted you to know. I just wanted you to know. They don't even care about the election. They're going to do everything they can to usurp and stop this election, and and they will do anything. They are very, very dark, evil people. And they'll do anything. Let's listen to them again. Demonstrate that he will not take power um, by, uh, if uh, if he does run, uh, making sure he, uh, under legitimate efforts of uh, our Constitution, does not become... Yeah, the, the, the legitimate efforts of the Constitution. That, that was meaningless. That was meaningless. He didn't quote anything. He didn't say, this is how we're constitutionally going to prevent him from running. He didn't say anything. He just threw constitution in there. Because what he's doing is illegal. And it's against the will of the people. He knows it. But he just threw constitution in there, just in case. <laughs> I think it's really funny. This is uh, Mike Clancy uh, last night on Rob Schmidt talking about this latest indictment. It's pretty fascinating stuff. Yes, I think there's two things. One is... They're going after Trump for defrauding voters. Biden did the same thing. There's also a federal statute, a fraud statute, that provides for honest services from our political leaders. And certainly... The uh, the 51 Intel officials in the letter that that Joe Biden brought to the debate, that was fraud. And then also uh, covering up Hunter Biden's laptop and saying it was Russia collusion, that was uh, voter fraud. That was election fraud, too. Biden has violated that. All the evidence shows that Biden has been corrupted in the Hunter Biden for sale. He's the brand. He's been part of these meetings. All of the denials that we've heard for five years have turned out to be false. We have the collusion yeah. with the uh, 51 uh, former intelligence officials who spun a narrative that the Hunter laptop and the emails were, were all disinformation, Russian disinformation. That yeah. turned out to be all false. It was a lie. But yeah. It was all part of a you know, an orchestrated conspiracy to keep the truth from the American people. And you say well, that that, yeah. that a charge that a charge yeah. could come with that, that that could be, I guess, criminal in nature. Well, I think so. With the honest services statute, uh, you know, that politicians have been prosecuted under the honest services statute for corruption. Yeah. Well, he just lied. That's all you need to know. He lied. He, he corrupted the election. This is uh, Attorney John Loro. Uh, you know, talking again about Joe Biden telegraphing what they were planning to do, what the Democrat Party, this is their plan right here, kids. In a political season, we have to remember that President Biden, back in April 2022, 
which he repeated in November 2022, was that he was going to take President Trump out of the election. Yeah, we just have to demonstrate that he will not take power um, by uh, if we uh, if he does run, uh, making sure he uh, under legitimate efforts of uh, our Constitution does not become the next president again. Told you. Even though President Trump is his most significant opponent, now we see the Biden Justice Department acting on the Biden plan. So President Trump, in the middle of a political season, is certainly entitled to respond politically. Okay, and he should. Uh, 800-922-668. A little bit more on this. There's still some very fascinating stuff. And then we're going to move into this uh, incredible testimony by the Gold Star families of the 13 Americans killed with Joe Biden's reckless uh, reckless pullout in Afghanistan. That's coming up. The number is 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. I did post a post-workout photo of myself yesterday on social media. On Instagram and on uh, Twitter, I didn't. Uh, I didn't zoom in or anything. I just took a picture at the gym because I feel stupid taking a picture at the gym. But I thought I would, uh, you know, maybe maybe provide you with some inspiration. Uh, uh, but I, uh, I've lost altogether. Lost forty six pounds since I uh, gave up drinking a couple years ago, uh, and uh, got twenty more to go. And uh, so I know you ladies have been wanting to see a picture of me, and some of you gentlemen. I'll just be honest. Uh, so I posted it on Twitter rather than putting it on a uh, less-watched, uh, you know, uh, middle-aged uh, 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 OnlyFans page. But anyway, it's right there on Twitter and on Instagram. <laughs> you want to see it? <laughs> I do have to mention this. Last night, okay, so I'm a good neighbor. I, I think it's important to be a good neighbor, uh, you know, to, uh, to, to uh, increase the value of the, uh, the property and also just to be a good neighbor, to talk to your neighbors, et cetera. I, I just, I am that guy. I'm the guy, if I make a little extra banana bread, I'll take the banana bread across the street to, you know, uh, Dave's house where I just sold him my son's car, my, his old car last night. But last night we're in the hood and <clears throat> these guys come to the front door and I'm like, the doorbell's ringing. I'm like, what the hell? It's three guys in the front yard. They said, can we come in your backyard? Because our pet has escaped. And I said, oh, okay, well, this is going to be interesting because uh, I have gates and stuff. So uh, where's your pet? He goes, well, it's, it's our parrot. It's our parrot. And I went... Okay, all right. And, and so, you know, they, they went in the backyard, and, and the parrot was uh, in this tree and then across the fence. And, and I uh, immediately went into, you know, I'll help you out here. I have no experience with exotic birds at all, but, you know, whatever. Uh, I said, hey, what do they like? Seeds. I said, okay. So I got them a thing of sunflower seeds. I put in a bowl, and I said, make that sound. So it shakes so the, the bird will come out, hear the shaking of the seeds, and maybe that will get him out of the tree. <clears throat> no, uh, no, no, no luck. They climbed over the fence, the, uh, the, and, they, and the bird, they got him on the shoulder. The guy put the bird on the shoulder. They climbed down the ladder. And the bird flew off again. I said, well, you grab the bird by the feet, put it in a pillowcase, upside down. Seriously, that's what you do with animals when you want to keep them from freaking out and all of that, and they can't escape. I know this because I watched a show called Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom when I was a child. So there's that. So a little bit later on, I hear some commotion in the front yard. The bird is in the front yard of the house. So I walk out, and I tell the guys, I said, well, what do you want to do? Because this bird now is, th- this is on the tree that fell down. Part of the tree fell down the other day. I said, I brought the seeds out. Said, what else do they like? I said, does he like grapes? No. But uh, apples. Okay, yeah, I like apples. So I went out and got some apples, and I brought a Tupperware with apples. Nothing. This guy is like, well, maybe we could call the fire department. And I said, wait, you're going to call the fire department to rescue a bird stuck in a tree. How do you suppose that that's going to work out? 
So I made the suggestion that I go inside and put on a pirate costume and see if the <laughs> if the parrot would come down and land on my shoulder. You know, I'd be like, "Arr, keel hollum, arr," you know, and all that. And the bird, you know, I didn't do that actually. I was just making a joke. Uh, anyway, sooner or later, they did get the bird out of the tree. But uh, yeah, there was a there was a it was a uh, they were going to do a bird call to nine one one, and I said I just don't think that's I think there's better things to do than rescue a parrot, the firefighters, and I know sometimes firefighters you know sometimes they're the lengthy uh, uh, time that they spend at the firehouse when they're volunteers. We have a volunteer fire department. You know you want a little distraction, but I don't know if coming out and rescue a parrot from Rob Carson's tree is going to be one of those things. But anyway, the tr- the parrot apparently is. Uh, <clears throat> is uh, safe and sound. Now, coming up next hour, we've got uh, this testimony from Gold Star Families uh, with regard to the uh, the uh, awful uh, withdrawal from Afghanistan. That's coming up. You'll want to stick around for a little bit more on what's going on with Donald Trump and charges and whatnot and FBI corruption. This is The Rob Carson Show. Who can you trust? A new study finds Americans don't trust big media. Millions are going to Newsmax as their trusted source. They go to Newsmax.com and watch Newsmax TV for the news they really need to know. They download the free Newsmax app. Almost 7 million cable viewers watch Newsmax, but not Fox News. And 20 million Americans like you have made the switch and watch Newsmax all the time. So make the switch to Newsmax for real news.